Welcome to another episode of Global Data Pod. Today's data drop, where we cover key data releases and the potential implications for the macro view, is on the November jobs report. I'm Sam Mazzarello, and I lead content strategy for global research, and I'm joined today by Michael Faroli, our chief US economist, and we're going to discuss how the labor market and outlook has evolved. So Mike, let's start with the high-level numbers. Talk us through changes in the unemployment rate and jobs added for the month. So November employment increased by 199,000, which was somewhat better than expected. About three quarters of that was due to growth in healthcare and government, two sectors that aren't particularly sensitive uh, to rate hikes. So overall, we continue to see that the parts of the economy that are sensitive to rate hikes are slowing, uh, as broadly expected. Uh, the unemployment rate did move down to 3.7% uh, last month, which reversed some of the move up we had seen in prior months. And it's pretty much now in the middle of the range uh, that we saw over the past year. Wage gains last month were four-tenths of a percent, but on a year-ago basis, average hourly earnings growth has moderated to 4% from a recent high of 5.9%. So overall, we think the Fed will probably see this number somewhat favorably as consistent with uh, easing inflation pressures, but still healthy growth. So let's go a little deeper on that idea. There's a lot of focus on the numbers in the report in the month that we see. Uh, how do you compare that with revisions to previous months on balance? What would you say the state of the labor market is? State of the labor market is, as it has been for the past uh, three to six months, uh, pretty, pretty healthy. It's growing uh, at a pretty consistent uh, uh, little under 200,000 jobs per month. Uh, and yet we're seeing generally speaking, cooling in uh, wage pressures. So one might be concerned that this still resilience in the labor market is creating a problem for inflation, but actually it's occurring against a backdrop in which uh, wage growth has been moderating to more sustainable levels. So overall, it looks like a pretty good combination altogether. Mike, you already mentioned the strikes in passing. The UAW and Hollywood workers perhaps coming back, are you thinking that's adding noisiness to this report or can you provide more details on that piece of the labor market report? Well, that was uh, expected noisiness. There's always noisiness in these numbers. Uh, we know from the strike reports that uh, both of those uh, subtracted, um, you know, 30 to 40,000 over prior, cumulatively over prior months, and they probably added about 40,000 to that headline number we saw today. So you might think that, or you might want to frame it as X strikes we added about 160,000 jobs uh, uh, this month. Now there's of course other sources of noisiness as well. Uh, retail employment was down pretty significantly, but there may be changing patterns uh, in how you know, holiday shopping evolves and how that's delivered. So um, you know, in any number, you're gonna have all sorts of noise, which is why it, it sometimes help, helps to look at three month averages and things of this nature. Uh, but at least the strikes was um, knowable noise in a way. Okay, and then last question for you. The Fed, we have an upcoming Fed meeting. Does anything about the November labor market report imply a change in communication or direction of Fed action? I don't think so. Uh, while it was a strong report, it, as I mentioned, came with, uh, you know, generally pretty uh, favorable data on wage inflation. So I think that combined with what we saw earlier this week which was a decline in uh, job vacancies, and what we saw after the number this morning, which was a decline in inflation expectations. I think overall, the Fed has to look back at this week and say, 
it was a pretty good one for the soft landing narrative. And so I don't think they are gonna really rock the boat next week. Excellent. Thanks, Mike, for your time and insights, and thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. This podcast was recorded on December 8th, 2023. This communication is provided for informational purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research Reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2023 JPM Chase & Co. All Rights Reserved.